Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur looking to take your business skills to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Enterprise Now Show. Prepare to be inspired, motivated, and transformed. And now, your host, LZ Flinnard. Can I get a oh yeah? What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to episode 64 of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we inspire, motivate, and educate business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. In this episode, I recap our conversation with Eric Litwin, who is a number one New York Times bestselling author of the original four Pete the Cat books, The Nuts and Groovy Joe. He is a creative entrepreneur who brings literacy and music together. We talked about not accepting the status quo, breaking old ideas, how to get better, and how to utilize low-cost experimentation. This week, I want to talk about bouncing back after setbacks and how to push through in your business despite personal loss. All right, let's dig in. So last episode, we talked with Eric Litwin and Eric had a lot to share, a lot of golden nuggets, as I call them, to uh, help us in our lives and in our businesses. One of the first things that I took away was not accepting the status quo. We did an episode a little while back about how being rational was irrational. And the whole point of that was to say, if you are thinking the same as everyone else, you're going to get what everyone else gets. You're not going to get anything different, right? That's not a new concept, but it's so true. If you do what everyone else is doing, you're going to get what everyone else is getting. And if you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you always have got. So so it's not really, a, again, a new concept, but it, it, I think sometimes it's helpful to hear that to say, you know what? You're right. Being rational is irrational. Don't accept the status quo. You have to be different in order to get different. The other thing that I took away was the best way to get better is practice and immersion. Again, that's one of those things that it's like, duh, who doesn't understand that you have to practice to get better at something? But I like to add a little bit to that by saying it's not only practicing and immersing yourself in it. It's understanding that you're going to be bad when you first start, right? A lot of people don't do things because they fear that they're going to be bad at it. Well, I'm here to tell you that the first time you do something, you're going to be bad at it, but you'll get better. And I think having that mindset and understanding that, hey, I'm doing this, I'm going to be bad at it, but I'll get better. Having that mindset and that understanding is going to help you to move forward in whatever it is that you are doing. The other insight golden nugget that I got from last week's conversation was breaking old ideas and bringing in new ones. I can't tell you how many times I've been sitting across the table from a uh, a person and asking them, you know, why do you do it that way? And 
getting this stare, this blank stare and then responding by saying, because we've always done it that way. And you wouldn't believe how many things we do in our everyday lives, whether it's at work or at home, we do them the way we do them because that's the way we've always done it. So practice breaking those old ideas and bringing in new ones. Question why you do the things you do and if there may be a better or new way to do those same things. The actionable tip, and this is a really, really, really good one. Utilize low-cost experimentation. The concept of low-cost experimentation to create products that bring value to people. We could probably have a whole entire episode on people who have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars and sometimes millions of dollars on an idea or a concept or a business that the market simply did not want. One of the things that Eric talked about is making sure that the market wants what you have to offer. The market is relentless and it is extremely brutally honest. It will tell you if it wants what you are offering and it won't make any apologies whatsoever. So be sensitive to the market and what the market is saying to you and take that. Don't take it personally. It's not you. <laughs> it's it's the market. Don't take it personally, but don't spin the farm on any one idea because most of the ideas that you, you have are going to fail. I hate to be the one to break the bad news to you, but most of the things that you do, maybe not most, but a lot of the things that you do are not going to work. And that's OK. That's normal. But it's the one, two, three things that you do that work that are going to make the difference for you. The other thing we talked about was finding your niche. The, the Internet has made the world smaller, but at the same time, it has made uh, it very difficult to stand out. And one of the best ways to stand out is to identify that one thing that you do better than anyone else and to own that niche. So one of the things that Eric, uh, we, we, Eric talked about was owning that niche and just uh, becoming an expert in your field. And the inspirational moment that we had from last week was to sing your song. Dance your dance, create your creation, change your world. No matter what, never give up on you and leave no regrets. And that was from yours truly. So this episode, I don't want to go over 15 minutes. So I'm going to go ahead and hit it hot and heavy and uh, share with you guys my week and how things have been going. And uh, the title of this episode is Bouncing Back from Setbacks, the two sides of a obsession. So I had a death in the family this past week. And so it was a, uh, it was tough because it was a person, uh, obviously if they're in your family, I hope that they're close, but it was a person who I was close with and, uh, it was a very difficult time for my family. So how do you bounce back from setbacks when those, when these things happen in your personal life? How do you move forward in your business? Because a lot of times entrepreneurs will suffer a setback, whether that's a personal setback or a business setback. And it just kind of, uh, just pushes them into this, this dark place and that they don't know how to recover from and their business suffers as a result of this setback or this personal loss. So, so I thought I, I thought I'd come in uh, with some ideas that will maybe help to get you over the hump or, or past or through that personal setback or that tragedy. Because one thing I can tell you is that tragedy is going to happen. It's unavoidable. You know, it's a part of life and, and people 
are, are born, people live and, and people, people die, people pass. So it, it's a reality of, of life that is going to happen. And it's just a matter of how, how you manage or how you, how you navigate and try to um, work through those, uh, those tragedies. So, so for me, it was about taking the time to pause, to say goodbye, uh, to comfort the, uh, the, my family the best I know how and to and to keep going. You know, I've, I've this unfortunately isn't the first time that something uh, has happened in, in, in my personal life that was that deeply affected me uh, both emotionally and, uh, and, and personally. And, and, and my family as well. So, uh, you know, you do your best to deal with the loss. You celebrate the, the good things and the great memories that you've had. And then you do your best to, uh, to make them proud as you continue to press on and to move forward. Um, never forgetting them, but always just honoring their memory and celebrating, uh, the life that they lived. So, uh, for me, that's how I've been able to, to get through things and, uh, kind of, um, move forward in both in my personal life and in my business. So, um, and one of the things that we don't talk about a lot of times, and we'll hit on it a little bit in this episode is, um, depression and suicide among entrepreneurs and business owners. You know, it's not, um, it's not a, an easy thing to go through. It's not an easy thing to talk about, but it is something that I think, uh, in this field and entrepreneurship is a field that we have to talk about. We have to talk about it more and we have to uh, have that support system to lean on each other when when we need to. So if you're um, if you're a listener, you're a business owner, entrepreneur and uh, and I can do anything to to help support you. If you su- suffered a, a personal loss and it's uh, affecting you and it's pushing you into that into a dark place, reach out. I'll, I'll either um, have words for you myself or I can point you in the right direction so that you know that you're not alone out there and, and people understand what you're going through. So the other thing I wanted to talk about in this episode was the two sides of obsession. There are positive things of being to being uh, obsessive. Most entrepreneurs have some elements of this. They are laser focused and they think that against all odds, they can be successful. This is both a good thing and it can also be a bad thing. You talk about the positives, being creative, being a risk taker, being an innovator. We talked about this earlier, being irrational, thinking that your idea out of all the ideas that have come and gone can be the one that will succeed. It's irrational. Entrepreneurs are oftentimes irrational, right? By, by design and by nature. And the other, the positive is the family impact. You know, you, once you find that idea that works for you, this can impact your family in a positive way. It can allow you to live a lifestyle that you wouldn't have otherwise been able to live. So those are the, the positive sides of obsession, the creative side, being a risk taker, being an innovator, being irrational and positive family impacts. But along with those positives, there are also negatives to obsession. One of those is obsession, right? Sometimes you're so focused and so dialed into your business or your idea that you forget about the things that are important to you because you're, you want to succeed so bad, whether that's because you want to prove people wrong or you want to prove yourself wrong. Entrepreneurs and business owners have uh, a tendency to spend a lot of time focusing on their business and neglecting 
the things that they should be paying attention to. That could be family. That could be your body, your health. That could be uh, other sides of yourself, right? We all know we have to, we're physical, we're mental, and we're, we're spiritual beings. So those are all parts of things that we need to tend to and make sure that we're keeping up with. And sometimes when you're obsessive, you, you forget about those other pieces and it starts to impact your business as well. The other thing, the negative is depression. We talked about a little bit before a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners, when those failures happen or things don't go as well as, as we think you have a tendency to go into that, that depressed state and not even really recognize that you're there. So those are, uh, that's a negative thing that can come out of obsession. The other thing is great losses. It's not easy when you, uh, have to close a business or when you have to lay off your entire staff because you're just not making any money. So this, these things can weigh on not only, uh, the business owner, but the people who are affected by, uh, the failure of that business. And the other one is family impacts. A lot of times if you have to work 16, 17, 18 hours a day, you have to sleep sometime and that doesn't leave a lot of time for family members and things that you need to be tending to. So that's a, that's a negative thing. So those negatives are obsession, depression, great losses, and family impacts. So my golden nugget for this week is learn your body and listen. One of the things that I, I've, I'm trying to get better at is listening to my body. When it tells me um, you're tired, I go to sleep. <laughs> when it tells me that your plate is too full, you need to get rid of some things, you need to unload. I'm learning more and more to do that, to say, you know what, too busy. I'm learning the art of no. <laughs> we'll say it that way. Learn the art of no. Listen to your body. Learn your body and listen to it. The second one is ask for help. Business owners and entrepreneurs are notorious for I can do it myself. I can do it myself. And that may be true. You may be really good at it, but I promise you there is somebody out there that that's what they specialize in and they can blow you out of the water at doing that thing. Your focus and your mission should be, in my opinion, to grow the business and to do what's best for the business. So find people who can do things better than you and uh, be the coach of the business. Enterprise now, you know, we, we're, we're always coaching and, and, and telling our, our clients be fire yourself, <laughs> find ways to fire yourself and your business is going to grow. The other thing is it's OK to let go. You don't have to do everything. It's kind of feeding off the um, asking for help. It's OK. Let somebody else do it. Make sure that you're training folks and you're giving them the tools that they need to succeed and get out of the way. Step back. It's OK to let go. The other um, golden nugget is Understand that there is a dark side of obsession. We talked about it before, depression, anxiety, panic attacks, those types of things that you know manifest themselves physically. Be aware of those things. Kind of goes back to our my, my first point, learn your body and listen. If you find yourself being anxious, you find yourself not being able to sleep, even when you're you're not high, highly stressed, there, there may be something else going on. So learn how to to identify and listen to your body when it when it's telling you things. Actionable tip for this week. Don't do things that hurt. Sounds simple, but pain is an indicator and is there for a reason. If it hurts, don't do it. Stop it, please. <laughs> the second is pause and reflect. One of the things that I had to do this week even is just pause everything, you know, cancel. I have to reschedule meetings, reschedule interviews, pause. 
I had to pause and I had to reflect and I had to kind of take things in and say, take inventory and say, okay, this, this happened. This, you know, this out of my control. I have to move some things around so that I can take time to mentally clear my mind and to refocus and then move forward. So pause and reflect. The inspiration. I am convinced that about half of what separates the successful entrepreneurs from the non-successful entrepreneurs is perseverance. And that's Steve Jobs, co-founder and CEO of Apple. Well, folks, that's all I have for this week. I did go a little bit over our 15 minute plan, but that's okay. That's just the way it rolled. So thank you so much for listening this week. I had a uh, blast sharing with you. Hopefully what we, what I shared, uh, resonates and it's helpful. So don't forget to sign up for the mailing list so we can stay in touch and keep you posted on new episodes, events, and other cool things that are happening with enterprise now. Oh, I want you to go out and download the three P's to empowerment worksheet to get you operating in your awesome zone. If you're already on the list and want the empowerment worksheet, just shoot me an email and I'll get that to you ASAP. Also, if you have questions or comments that you want to share, again, shoot me an email and we'll answer them live on the show. That's uh, E Flanard, E F L E N. A-R-D at enterprise-now.biz. All right, Enterprisers, thank you for being awesome and we'll talk to you next week. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.